Christmas mini. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> Val Gollin. Ding dong. Or maybe just dong dong. Dong dong. <laughs> Double day Double dong. Double dong. Um, oh my gosh, good to see you. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour, hello, hi. Um, how are you? What have you been up to? I'm good. Well, I'm still packing for Australia because that's happening very soon. Yes. But this week I've been to the theatre, which I love. I went to see a show called Dog Show, um, which was and it was queer cabaret. It was amazing. Queer cabaret. Yeah. So, like, what makes it queer? Uh, well, th- it was cabaret's pretty queer. No, no, true, true. But this was put on by uh, Ginger Johnson, who's a drag queen in London, and David Cummings uh, wrote it. And so it's all like live singing. Uh, there were characters in a dog pound kind of thing. Oh, it was fun. Is it like cats, but dogs? No, that's exactly what it is. But also, but good as well. Oh, I'm very into it. How about you? What have you been up to? Um, you know, just another Tuesday night doing a performance getting tips, you know, that kind of thing. Nothing much. Giving the audience what they want. Exactly. What track did you do at Woody's this week? I did an unknown, and I think this is where my problem is. I need to try and figure this out a bit better. I did Diana Ross, The Boss, the Eric Cupper remix, but not well-known, not super well-known. So I think like that's when you really know whether you've got the crowd in your hand is if you can sell an unknown song. Next time, I think I want to do Ashley Simpson, Pieces of Me. Yeah, you were sticking with Divas. You're going, you're, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the greats of our time. Yeah, exactly. Who would be on VH1 <laughs> Divas Live next? <laughs> Ashley Simpson. Now, this week for Squirt.org, I've been writing about how guys can experience multiple orgasms. The secret, get in touch with your pelvic floor. Oh, So I was wondering, I mean... I thought that might get your attention. Have you got any tips on how Amazing. guys can? Have you? I'm trying to be a very serious moment here. Let me let me try and get this out. Have you got any tips on how guys can strengthen their pelvic floor? Yes. So physiotherapy has taught me several cues that you can use. Cues. Cues like things to say to somebody to get them to activate their pelvic floor. So while you're peeing, don't do this all the time because you could then get urinary retention. Um, You basically stop yourself from peeing midstream. That's a good way to activate your pelvic floor. That kind of like squeezing. Pretend that you're going, you're in a very big meeting, important meeting, but you're about to fart. What do you do? Hold the fart in. Hold the fart in. Well, and that's your pelvic floor as well, is it? I'm doing it as we talk. It's weird. Yes, you, there's a front and a back. Oh, is there? Yeah. It's a sling that sits at the bottom of your pelvis. The other one, pretend somebody is coming at your vagina with a pin. Oh, pull it away. Oh, pull it away. <laughs> what, if, what if you don't have a vagina? No problems. Pretend that you have a, a expensive necklace in your butthole and somebody's trying to pull it out. Oh, <laughs> keep it in. Oh, keep it in. That's a fun one, actually. Oh, <laughs> oh keep it in. So if you want to put your pelvic floor control to the test, get out there and get busy with squirt.org. Hook up with gay and bi men on squirt.org. <laughs> That's, it, was good, it was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. Okay. Okay. If you've enjoyed our episode so far, please leave us a comment and a rating. Um, Gareth is going on vacation, as he obviously has just told us for the holiday. So we'll be actually ending season two here. So this is our final episode 
Aww, Tia. <laughs> but never fear, because if you are passionate about something that's going on in your neighborhood, maybe something annoying, maybe something that you love to talk about, just DM us because we would love to hear about it and maybe we can include it on season three. Foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Dun, dun, gong, gong, gong. Uh, so, our final Snow Globe report for this season comes from the very fabulous Varen from Brussels. Originally from Croatia, Varen has made his home in Brussels. Shout out to PDW. Varen recently visited London for the first time and he's sent us his report. We've got four clips from Varen, so let's dive into the first one. Hi guys, um, I'm really happy to share my London experience with you. And let me tell you, I've had big expectations of London because, uh, of course, I knew that it was one of the biggest cities in Europe and I knew that it was the economical hub and the cultural mecca of, uh, well, both Europe and Commonwealth. But I did not know that it was going to amaze me as much as it did. Okay, the first thing that I want to say is that Varen has a very good recording voice. Funny you should mention that. They do the Ket podcast from Brussels. Oh. So very experienced when it comes to a microphone. So we, we're going to get into whether reality matches up to expectations in a minute. But can you remember what your expectations of London were before you came here? Um, I was kind of scared. I'm not going to lie. It just sounded like so big. Yeah. And then the tube, it looked complicated. Lots sure. of colors, lots of lines going everywhere. I was like, what the fuck? How am I going to get around this? What about when Toronto? What were your expectations of Toronto? Because mm. you hadn't you hadn't been to Toronto before you moved there, had you? I come once as a we. Oh, had you? Okay, about, okay. Yes, but I would say that I was expecting a little bit more. <gasps> Ooh. Well, because it got told to me that it was had one of the largest gay populations in the world. Someone lied to you. Someone lied to you. And so, coming from London, where the gay scene was like so, like those great everywhere, vibe, yeah. Everywhere. Toronto seemed a little bit smaller, so I was like, this does not make sense to me, because if this is the largest gay population, how can it be smaller? All right, let's play the next clip and find out whether London measured up to Varen's expectations. My first impression of London was that it's clean and incredibly well organized. If you disregard it, people are driving on the left, which drove me nuts. It really felt wrong. But yeah, other than that, it's... uh, so, so incredibly well organized. Also, I felt like Metro is super, super well, uh, ex- like self-explanatory. And I felt like people were very nice. I felt like wherever we went, so I went with my boyfriend and a friend of ours, and I felt like wherever we went, people were genuinely happy to see us and hang out with us and have a drink or host us in their restaurant or a pub. It's, um, yeah, people are nice. People are very, very nice. That's my that's my impression of London people. Uh, the buildings and the neighborhoods and how neighborhoods are different one from each other, which is sometimes rare to see. I did get to see places in Europe and I did get to see Amsterdam. I live in Brussels myself. Uh, well, I saw most of the continental Europe, to be, to be honest, and um, some places in United States. But for London, I felt like the difference between neighborhoods was mostly visible in a sense where each neighborhood had something new to offer and something new to explore. Now, I wrote some of these words down. Clean, (laughs) (laughs) well-organized, easy public transport. People were very nice. People were genuinely genuinely happy to see us. Oh, Varen, you jokester. (laughs) Is this opposite day? Is this Croatian irony? Like, where did... 
I've not been to Croatia. Have you been to Croatia? Yes, uh, and okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I follow their sense of humor. But his experience of London, if we take him on face value, very different to mine. I think we're maybe going to the wrong places. I don't know where Philippe took him. Maybe Philippe took him to a very different part of London that we don't normally see. Um, maybe it was just after rubbish day. Maybe they just cleaned. And that's <laughs> <It's> why. <possible. laughs> um, I kind of agree with you. I don't think it was the cleanest city that I've been to. But I will say the driving thing, very, very unnerving. So the couple of times I have driven here in Canada... Again, I actually don't even know which side of the road I'm meant to be on or which side is the right side or the wrong side. I literally have to remind myself, as the driver, you should be the furthest away from the curb, from the sidewalk. Because Australia, obviously, the same as the UK. So when you're going to Canada, it's when you're flipping the script for you. Yes. So then, like, the worst is that, like, an intersection where there are no other cars to set a precedent for me. Uh And I have to make... Like, and it's not, it's like a, it's not a process of deduction either. Like if it's like, oh, well you are on that side. So clearly I cannot go into that side cause you are there. So that's good. <laughs> so I have literally, I think I came back from Canada. I went back home to Australia. I was driving late at night and it was a four way intersection. The light turned green for me to turn, ended up on the wrong side of the road <laughs> and like, literally had to like panicked and went <laughs> straight ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming. Had to to reverse back out and then go on the other side. So embarrassing. Terrible. Um, I don't think Londoners Londoners are nice people. Like, they don't even let you play Scrabble on the tube with them. That poor woman got the fright of her life when you leaned over and said, try an S. (laughs) What? She lost her shit. I was sitting next to a woman playing Scrabble on the tube. I saw she could get a triple word score. I (laughs) leant over and whispered in her ear, very friendly about my suggestion. Oh my God, what what were you doing? Why would you do that? Trying to help you get a triple word score, sweetheart. That's what I said. I did say that. And then remember she said, oh, it's so late at night. You know, you could have been a rapist or something. I was like, calm down. In these shoes? I don't think so. (laughs) Now, Varen also discovered the distinct neighbourhoods of London. Which is your favourite neighbourhood in London? Okay, I'm going to be biased because that's where I lived, but I was close to Angel. I fucking love Angel. I thought it was Angel High Street. Like, the High Street's really good. The gym's really good. Yes, the gym. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, the swimming pool. And it was close to you. It was cl- like, we just had to go down whatever that road was. Old Street. No, it was no. towards Old Street. No, I lived in Smithfield then, didn't I? Oh, true, true, true. Did you know that when I first moved to London and I didn't have a job, I did obviously pay money for a membership. I spent three hours a day at the gym. An hour of yoga, an hour in the weights room, an hour in the swimming pool, in the sauna. It was like lady of leisure. (laughs) I was so flexible. I was so limber. Amazing. Good times. Good times. Good times. (laughs) Now let's keep going. Next up, we're going to hear about some of the highlights of Varen's trip to London. The highlight of our trip to London, well, for me personally, was going out to Printworks, which is one of the best venues for electronic music in the world, I would dare to say. And as a huge electronic music fan and uh, 
DJ in my free time. I've been really dying to see Printworks for a long, long time. And now that I finally got to see it, and we went out on Sunday with the headliners of Tale of Us and other guys from the label um, of Afterlife, it was really, really mind-blowing, spectacular, show-stopping, unique, uh, never the same, completely not ever been done before. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really fun. We also went out on Saturday to Oval Space, uh, which is a really cool venue at the hip neighborhood of Shoreditch. And we went out for the event called Butt Mitzvah, which is not a Butt Mitzvah, but a B-U-T-T Mitzvah. It's a cool, uh, queer, obviously Jewish event. Uh, it's like a yearly gathering of all queer Jewish people of London and their friends. And I ended up singing Havana Gila in line circle dancing with the queer Jews of London. It was so much fun, guys. It was really, really incredible. Oh, yeah. And on Thursday, which was our first day in London, uh, evening, we went pre-drinking to G.A.Y., which is this really cool gay bar at uh, Soho, a gay district of London, which is, by the way, so much fun, and it's beautiful. It has amazing restaurants and gorgeous people walking around all over the place. <laughs> so we went uh, we went out there, and after that, we went out to heaven, and we were told that the winner of the third season of RuPaul's Drag Race UK will be there. Uh, we didn't stay that late, so we didn't get to see her, but we did see Bag of Chips and Chorisa May, and uh, we had a little chit-chat with uh, Bega outside. We were just leaving the club when she was having her smoke break. I think they were getting ready to go on stage, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, it was it was like an, a really unexpected, unusual thing that I didn't think was going to happen. And then poof, Bega and Chorisa were there. It was so much fun. So it sounds like they've had an awesome trip. But if you were on a visit to London, what would be top of your list of things that you wanted to do or experience? Oh my god, I love shopping. What was that? shopping? Sorry, shopping? your accent just yeah. is getting really weird. <laughs> you want to go shopping? Uh, I love shopping. So, firstly, I'm just always in love with Selfridges, maybe because I used to work there. If you did not know, fun fact. Um, fun fact about me: I yeah. used to work at Selfridges. I love Selfridges. Um, but I think London has really good shopping, regardless. Where else would you go apart from Selfridges? Covent Garden? Um. Covent Garden, yeah. Like, just that whole area. Just walk around. Um, he mentioned Soho, right? Yeah. I think Soho, like, from what I remember, though, Soho was also not very clean. I thought, like, have they, cl- have they cleaned it up? I haven't been back in so many years. Are you gonna ever going to talk? Or am I just going to talk this whole time? <laughs> they definitely haven't cleaned it up. Um, so, I, I think I think maybe Varen's making fun of us and we're not quite in with the joke but um <laughs> he is reading us to filth wait so what would be some of your recommendations for first-time visitors to london so say one of your acquaintances was saying hey i'm going to london what should i do where should i go what should i see who should i be oh who should you be that's what you need you find out who your character is um okay I think one of the main things about these huge cities is you do actually have to go see the sites. I'm sorry. I know that's kind of silly, but I think you do need to walk along the Thames. You do need to figure out that London Bridge is not that bridge. That's Tower Bridge. You need to have that moment of clarity. Would you do the open top bus? Like do the tour? Oh, I've never. Okay. I don't like those buses. I'm a walker. 
Yeah, Karen no. Walker. <laughs> um, no, I love walking when it comes to a new city. So the only bus that I ever done, bus tour that I ever done, was in Mexico, and I fell asleep. Here are the Incan temples. <laughs> <laughs> it was warm. We were up outside. <laughs> That's your narcolepsy coming in again, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, but like you're you you live there. I do. What would you do? I do. What <laughs> would you? Correct. What would you do? What would you tell someone? Where would? No, where would I, you? I think you're right that you, for a first visit, you do kind of want to tick off the things and say, "Yeah, I saw the palace and I saw that, whatever." But I was just thinking that like it's almost on your your follow up visits where it's easier to sort of pick a neighborhood and immerse yourself in that neighborhood. Don't Markets. try and. The markets, yes, the flower market. Flower I love market. the flower market. We love the flower. Uh, Broadway market. Broadway. No, I was going to say Broadway market. Where I had yeah. the worst stomach ache ever in my life when we when I came with Ruth. That was a great story. Remember, I think we went out drinking the night before, and then it was. I was with Terry. Terry came with as well. Yeah. And was then, it something you ate? Or I don't remember how you it got was the, the stomach coffee. ache. Was it the coffee triggered? Strong. Yeah. I ran. You are very sensitive, though. Yeah, I think in general. <laughs> yeah. Particularly with your bowel. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, that was a... But anyway, Broadway market, like all the markets. All the markets, yeah. Bars, clubs. I don't know. I'm so out of touch nowadays. No, but I think Varen had the right idea that if you know, okay, I want to go to this party and that club and I'm going to structure my weekend around that, then... That helps to know, oh, where am I going to stay? What else have I got time for? But you, you're never going to do everything. So no. don't you can't hit this big city and think, I'm going to do it all on this one trip. You're not. Just do a couple of but things. But do you know what? I, the only reason why I also say you kind of have, if you've never been, you kind of have to do the sites because it's like a rite of passage. I remember when I went to Cambodia and I didn't want to go. They were like, oh, there's this thing. I don't need An- to see Anchor what? <laughs> That was pretty much my story. <laughs> you did not. You I did Ka- not. I didn't go to Angkor Wat. But because you were too busy shopping, what was the shopping. what was the excuse? <laughs> I wanted to go to the beach. I didn't care. <laughs> so then when I came back and people were like, "Oh my god, you went to Cambodia? Oh my god, there's like this." What was Angkor Wat like? <laughs> yeah, the one like one of the wonders of the world. Did you go? I was like, "What? Angkor who? Angkor when?" <laughs> yeah, no. Look how bronze I am. All right, final clip. Let's hear Varen's final thoughts on his trip to London. Will I be going back to London? Of course, yes. We've seen so many places, but there is a lot more to see. Uh, A lot more bridges that we need to cross, although we did cross the most famous ones. Uh, We saw the most famous museums as well, like the British Museum. Most of the museums are free of charge, which I didn't know, and I was really happy to find out, because at least we got to save money on that, knowing that London is obviously not the cheapest city in the world. Uh, I really want to go back to see Ministry of Sound. That's another place and venue that I've heard of since I was a kid, and uh, as an electronic music fanatic, I really, really, really want to go see it. So yeah, I just guess I'll have to go back. Big kiss, guys! Definitely a city of many returns. Yeah. What are some of your travel plans for the months ahead? I'm going to the Dominican Republic in January. I was trying to think of a Spanish word to say them, but I ran out of Spanish words. Hola. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that was what I was going Come for. <laughs> Bienvenuto. <laughs> oh, no, that's not. <laughs> um, I, okay, honestly, London, I need to come back to it, though. 
Like, the last time we came back to London was five years ago, I think. Was it really? No. No, you haven't aged a bit. You look Thank just the you. same. I'm just pumped. <laughs> pumped and plumped. Um, what about... Because obviously, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this, but I'm going to be in Australia for Christmas, New Year's. But what are your plans for the festive holidays? I do not have any. And I have... and. I had a meltdown yesterday, which I got told by Terry to rain it in Ming. Um, <laughs> Buck up, kiddo. Um, literally, as I just got my citizenship, yesterday was a little bit brutal. I still rode my bike in like zero degrees and it started to rain and it was windy. So it was very cold and icy. Your wig must have frozen. <laughs> All the time. Um, I texted Terry and was like, this fucking country there is nothing redeeming about this place at this time of year what a fucking shithole so i had back so, my citizenship take it i don't want it it was like okay so just a reminder it's my home and it's also been your home for nine years so maybe go a little bit easy on the attitude this should not come as a surprise to you it's winter this happens (laughs) nobody is forcing you to stay here and i was still so mad i just texted back okay understood and then i had to apologize and grovel afterwards because it was kind of unnecessary but i wasn't particularly mad um but because it always gets so cold here it's kind of like i don't know i'm still used to i still say that i'm still used to a warm christmas I think I just yeah. Missed a warm you haven't had Christmas. a warm Christmas for twenty three years, mate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to going away in January. I'm thinking maybe there could be a bit of Palm Springs action in April. You know, I've never been to Palm Springs, but I really want to go. Like, and it just seems very much of the moment. It at, could be your vibe. I because you know it's the more mature gentleman, and <laughs> there's plenty money. of clothes. Clothing optional. Uh, so it does tick a lot of boxes for me. Um, but I think maybe what we could do, but don't hold us to it, snowballers, maybe we should do a holiday special. Like a Ben De La Creme Jinx Monsoon holiday special, but like a Gareth and Ming holiday special. Without the singing or the choreography yeah, or the costumes. none of that. <laughs> Just two men. Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess, you know, it is a fair point. This is officially the end of season two we might be back for a holiday special along the way, uh, which is always a possibility. And then one day we'll be back with a whole new season, I guess. Exactly. And just again, we really want to thank Ver. Oh my God, is it Varen? You've got to say it with a Croatian accent. Varen? No. The J, was- the J, the J is silent. Varen. That yeah, that's very, pretty- <laughs> that was very Australian. <laughs> anyway, continue. If you want to follow Varen, you can follow him on Instagram at Varen underscore music. That's spelled V-J-E-R-A-N. Baron. We'll be back with more Snow Global reports next season. So if you'd like to be part of the show, just slide into our DMs. Follow Ming on Instagram at HeyMingaling. And follow Gareth on Twitter at GTV London. This, this episode. episode- oh, that was my- let me <laughs> do it. my line. Stop <laughs> stepping on my line, sweetheart. Stop singing my part. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was presented by Squirt.org. Hook up with gay and bi men in your area on Squirt.org. And we'll be back soon. Very soon. Maybe not so soon. We have more snowballing and more gay nonsense.